This SEC East Conference Preview Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. They're back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. Fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Get all the details over at CircusSports.com. Hey, this is John Smoltz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean. Second the one agreement with my partner in picks, Brian. Real money. Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. We had discussed doing a little greased up uh a la Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer on the beach mm. because football is back and we look football good. is back. Joining us here to talk college football. Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase, aka Pick Dundee. What's happening, Colby? Uh, this we should celebrate. This is the last year we will do the SEC East because next year there is no divisions, despite oh, despite wow. the eight game conference schedule that they they still want to do. So so we we are generally excited about the uh, abolition of divisions. I mean, the, the East has been, the East has been like a cakewalk for like 20 years. You know what I mean? If in SEC terms, the West has been dominant. One of the bigger mistakes the ACC made divisions just don't make sense because you create, you create. It's it's almost like uh, what the white man did in Africa, where they just drew some lines on a map and said this will be the border. <laughs> That's what divisions <laughs> do. They create a, every conference that has divisions has what. A shitty division, the Big Ten West, the ACC Coastal, and and, and, a, and a log jam division. Yeah, and yeah. and it's it the does, same every it, time. I, I will say, I guess, as a uh, from a gambling point of view, it does at least SEC East in previous years. It did make it fun as far as like some of the conference futures, to, because to your point, like the log jam creates some like wild card winners, yeah. or or you know when we talk Big Ten, obviously East and West, there's always some kind of surprise winners that can maybe sneak in there. But, obviously but I, with the SEC East, Georgia's like latest run here so hasn't been as fun. At least in the ACC when it was like Clemson and a bunch of crap. Yeah. They were at least the the they good. Like they were yeah. a good Didn't team. they get like 6 and 6 UVA one year in the that, in the ACC oh, championship I, I mean, and so, you have like But but, I, but yeah. my, my my issue with so, like you you got to have when the team on the east is also like coming out of the east is also crappy. I mean that, the SEC analogy like George before no, Missouri Georgia got went good. twice. Missouri went I twice. Mean, uh, just, South Carolina went with Spurrier <sighs> one year. And so you in know, a way like it's that, good that's, Georgia that cheating, aspect but. is is fun. Uh, but um yeah, overall it doesn't no, make sense. Why do you why do you need divisions? You don't. Especially when you have conferences with like a thousand teams, you know. I, I sorry guys, I, I'm old school. Uh -oh. Where I remember eight. Wait, you're old school. All right, <laughs> eight teams. We've doubled that, and we're we're it looks like we're headed to tripling that eventually. Pack twenty. Let's go. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it's. I mean, again, obviously, it's a complete crapshoot with all the realignment. Here's a great nugget: is that oh, I love. Well, nuggets. it's annoying. It's annoying too. As a guy who, yeah, obviously, I'm good at picking games against. Oh, this here we go. 
Is this yeah, the what? USFL? What, uh, right? oh, uh, no, no, no. Excuse me. The, we the, we the, agreed we wouldn't talk spring football <laughs> during real football. The talk. the the pack like when they have the Pac-12 and it doesn't have 12 teams in it, or the Big Ten doesn't have 10 teams in it. That confusing. shit annoys me. How about you know what though? I I've heard rumors that the Big Ten is going to change 10 to an acronym. That stands for like kind of like, like XFL. XFL. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> teamwork, <laughs> energy. Yeah, where, where ten, no ten nonsense. Meet the other ten. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no. Uh, uh, what, so some of the stuff that I find just hilarious is like Texas is entering the SEC next year, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it is Those Georgia. <laughs> Georgia's playing at Texas next year, and they are playing. That's their. You know, they are. They have since Texas A and M joined in. I think what twenty eleven. They have yet to play at Texas A and M, so they're going to play at Texas in the SEC more recently than Texas A and M. So in the, are you even in the same conference? My, is my, my point. My take like, would be so. I, I do think it, I had don't have a problem with conferences allowing for you know scheduling quirks that could give you a buy at the right time if you're one of the teams that might have a chance. Like like the opposite of what the PAC 12 did to USC this year, for example, uh, yeah. where I think the USC has their bye week two or something crazy like that. Well, anyway, so, some but, of that self inflicted. why can't too. it just be a standard formula like the NFL where you play these teams? Like I know some conferences are doing, you play like half the teams one year, their half the interest team. also. Yeah. I of like course. that. I like why, that. Like have a simple scheduling yeah. formula. So every team does play every team over a what three, three or four. What's reasonable. If you have a, a 12, a 16 team conference, can we play everyone every three years? No, every two, it should be right? every two years. Every cool. two. Like I'm always going to assume Colby's on the more extreme edge of this stuff. So I'll say <laughs> three years. You're but in the same conference. I agreed. Man. I agreed. Like there so, should so be, how do you solve P- the problem? Penn States played Alabama. Um, as many times as they've played Georgia since 1980, I will say they're in Colby, the same conference. If you could, yeah. I, I know you're getting hard up into the canva, but if we could do a little bit of focused energy on some of these specific rivalries where team Alabama has played Big Ten team more than conference foe over the last 20 years, because that is fascinating to me. Like that is the kind of stuff where how is the main how is the mainstream media not at least discussing? Yes, because because I, I will say if you're gonna create a conference, my I would think the conference would be to in, uh, play each other. So I'm with you, Colby. I, I, I have done a deep dive on that. I had to pull it up. I know, like like Alab- like especially in the non-con, these are great. Like they played though. Southern Miss and at like Alabama's played Southern Miss and ULM more than oh. they've played more than they've played Georgia <laughs> the sun, over the past yeah. 20 years. No, the then, then, yeah. then again, that defeats the whole point of conferences. Yeah. The conferences are to develop rivalries. And again, going back to the greatest football league in the land, the national football yeah. league, you're in a fucking division. You, play you know why they call it division? You play the teams twice a year, the teams that aren't in your division, you play a specific division, the AFC, and then you play another NFC and then you play very clear first formula. Place team. They I, actually, could, I know the schedule before it comes so out, the formula yeah. and it isn't like, oh, hey, we have three million dollars to pay you to come kick our ass. But spe- I, I think but they would say though that they have the divisions like, you know, like the Al- you know Alabama's no. playing LSU and yeah, yeah, Auburn but, every year. But yeah. specifically, when like the NFL made sure when they went to the four division structure to say, well, we're going to rotate it so every team plays every other team every four years, no matter what. Yeah. And, yeah. and that that's that's just the way it's going to be, and so yeah, yeah I think it, it would be pretty simple to solve the problem that way, so you don't have these weird anomalies where somehow a team has missed a team 
uh, a decade or or the one the one that's more likely is that team misses going having to play that road game for a couple decades. It it does seem a little odd. So SEC obviously guilty uh, on multiple counts of just creating. SEC. Look, I I it means more. Right? Hey, they, hey, baseball champs, you know. Congrats to them. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's get into the picks before we do that. Of course, shout out to Circa sports. Mm. Oh man. I, obviously, you know, Circa is the place to go to watch NFL college football. It, it's just like a sports book. Um, you, you really have to take the pilgrimage because it is a, it's a religious experience heading over to Circa there. And uh the the contests are so much fun. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor. Circa Millions, of course, you're picking five teams against the spread every week in the NFL. Survivor is, as you'd imagine, just picking one team, uh, and then they have 14 million dollars guaranteed. So it, depending on how many entries, there there could be a massive overlay there. Again, uh, circusports.com. Head over there, and I know what you're thinking. Oh, I'm not in Vegas. How am I going to do it? You sign up in Vegas, and even if you don't live in Vegas, uh, you can hire a proxy to uh, submit the picks for you. Very easy to do. We'll actually be there uh, last weekend of August, uh, doing some live shows from the circus. So if you want to hang out and meet us, great excuse to come out. Sign up for the contest. Get set up with your proxy. All the details over at circusports.com. Sean, not only that, I just thought of a promotion on yeah. the scene. If if someone Someone who's signing up for the contest uh, wants to come by and hang with us. We will help. We will make your week one picks if you need. Oh yes, mm. we'll provide that service. Free. Also, forget uh, those touts who are going to charge you hard, hard earned <laughs> cash. We will we'll do it give, for and free. we'll give you a survivor pick as well. We'll give it to you all. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw in a week two survivor pick. We're that confident. T- tell me more about these prosties in Vegas. <laughs> Oh yeah, Col- Colby. Colby's a big. He likes to slide off into the dark and hire a proxy late at night. Sometimes when he's out in Vegas, he get he likes to get hooked up with some of those deep dark. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a wife or girlfriend proxy. She's filling in oh, wow. for your wife or and, girlfriend and in go, Las Vegas, and All she'll right. go to dinner. I think we and, and t- maybe there's like some paperwork where oh, this technically is your wife for the next twenty four uh, hours. Everything's above board. We also a that's decent a, proposal, that's a, right? That's a million dollar idea. Well, I, ever heard I was gonna say now. We know what to do, repurpose the F line for. Oh yeah, <laughs> which by the way, bad news, Colby. The F line was out for a couple hours last week. Got a notification. Mm. All right, mm. you want to talk uh, SEC East? Let's go. You want? All right. I think typically we like to go. I, I know we've been debating bottom to this. the top in in our top tens. We decided top to the bottom is the best way to do it. Colby does his drafts where he takes the best games first. But I think for this purpose, we go bottom to the top. Yeah, because I think say uh, yeah, of course. And well, and I think the some of the more interesting takes are at the bottom. Obviously, I'm oh one hundred percent. I think we think Georgia's going to be good. I think would be a fair prediction. Now, how good we can get to that when we cover the win total. But uh, I mean, I think some of the hotter takes are are down here at the bottom. All right, let's talk Vanderbilt football. Of course, their win total a beautiful three and a half. Minus one seventy to the over. Oh my God! Plus one forty to the under. Two hundred to one to win their own division. Colby, this is the SEC. How could that be possible? Five hundred to one to win the conference. They weren't even listed in the. They were the only <laughs> team in the SEC East, and I believe the only team in the SEC to not be listed in the college football playoff make uh, future. And they are one thousand to one. To win the national championship, which almost that shouldn't be possible for a team in the SEC. 
I I mean, again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around. Well, first off, I do have to um, bring up the uh, the sabotage going on by Colby. No, Kramer, we, where, where hold on, where is the sabotage? Well, am I, I sitting mean, on something? In, in, classic, in classic pick Dundee fashion, Kramer. <laughs> Do I have a sign on my back? I said, get us two Phil Steel guides. Oh. We have zero at the office right now. Zero. He got one that he left at oh, home. No. Yeah. And all my research out the yeah. window. Yeah, love Phil still. Oh, we do wow. have the digital access, but I'm a I'm a hard. We, we, I'm yeah. a I gave you guy. the digital access, and uh, I'm an analog guy. So we, if, oh. if my picks are off, I'm blaming it, the subterfuge it, by Colby. <laughs> he, if my picks were too good last year, he's got to sabotage me wrong. Did, did uh, college football? Sean does not do digital. I no. was actually reading a newspaper when I walked into the office yes. this morning. It was. I mean, uh, young people would look at you like uh, uh, like there's shit all over your face, <laughs> Colby. I feel like since we interrupted the show, we we should uh, we should pull back the curtain and let people know why why you only ordered one. Uh, look, we love Phil Steele. <laughs> Phil Steele's been on the show yeah, a bunch shout, of times. Shout we, out we got we got plans to get him back we're on gonna, the show. We're gonna ask him this later in the in the, the checkout summer. process was clunky, right? Yeah, Colby? it's a little clunky where you have to like. It, where you go for quantity, it's like no college football fans would order mm. multiple magazines. So you had to then enter all the information yet again. And it does, it's not like one of these things where it saves your information. Oh, mm. Jesus. I mean, so, your browser might be. I, Col- I mean, <laughs> just if you look at Colby's, uh, Colby's uh, desktop, it looks like that scene from Always Sunny <laughs> where he, yeah. Charlie has all the photos up and it's just his images. It's just like a paper mache complete desktop. Uh, all right. Let's talk <laughs> oh about let's talk about Vanderbilt. Well, I mean, it H- is worth, it's I, worth I take pride though. in that. I take pride. In well, that. Phil Steele yeah. is, a, is he, a monogamy. He practices with his guy. Yes, he and definitely <laughs> doesn't hire the proxies in Vegas. No, no. <laughs> I love I love what I saw at AJ Swan that first year. You could make a case, and I know a number of the Vanderbilt blogs I read because I didn't oh. have access to Phil Steele's uh, magazine. <laughs> Said that that AJ Swan was the best true freshman in the land. I, I mean, they're comparing him uh, to the to the next Jay Cutler. Love how the kid mm. throws the ball. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think in the at the college level, mm. certainly good. Uh, offensive line, I think better than most years. They're returning seventy starts. Their their goal is to go bowling. I mean, they do have some quarterback issues uh, on the defensive side. Their defense. Kind of an outlier bad year, eight point seven yards per attempt allowed. That being said, I think this team can get to four wins. We can walk through the schedule, but Colby, what's your take on Vandy? Yeah, I think Clark Lee's uh, doing a good job. That you know, obviously they beat Florida last year, and they yeah, they, they have a couple Kentucky. of nice upset yeah. wins. Yeah, and AJ Swan uh, was was pretty darn good. Now they did get hitting the portal a little bit, yeah. but uh, oh wow, hitting the portal. Well, <laughs> you know, like that their their best players. <clears throat> Uh, often, you know, uh, it's kind of a farming system right now. It's like the like, Cincinnati reds. Uh, yeah. Dude. You, it, like Elijah McAllister ends up at, uh, at Auburn. That was a, a defensive end. That was very good. Um, their court backup quarterbacks at your depth, uh, pretty Mike, disrespectful Mike goes to Mississippi state. 
yeah. pretty disrespectful when your own conference uses you as, as a as like a, a farming system. Yeah, your best running back Ray Davis ends up at Kentucky. Um, the, Vanderbilt so. has tons of rich dudes who went there. What like what's where's yeah, the they gap? They should be doing yeah. more in the NIL. They should be. I mean, uh, it's something that that you know I've I've read recent articles over the past like year that they're going to make a bigger emphasis, throw more money into football. Maybe that happens. Maybe that doesn't. But uh, I I do like the over. I I think you look at three the and schedule. a half especially. I mean. You well, want to walk through the schedule, Kramer? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah I do. And real quick, uh, Colby, it, it's a positive for you potentially as someone who is a massive college football fan. Although we never asked you this question on the air, uh, for Vanderbilt to continue this success, it shows that a podcaster can go from podcasting to running a college football team. Would you want to run a single team if it sure. meant if it meant you yeah. can't root for the rest of them? You you only root for the team I, that I you work for. I would take on that challenge. Well, I mean, yeah, depending on the team, though. Barton Simmons uh, <laughs> of of uh, Cover Three fame, Colby. Yeah, so. yeah, he played in the. He's an Ivy League safety he's, too. He's man. getting yeah. it done. I, it does seem like they need to spend a little bit better. All right, talking schedule, twenty twenty three again. Th- they have there's elements of SEC in here, but then there's also elements where it's like they're the team that is just like everyone allows to be around for some reason. Oh, they open up. With uh, it brings their academics up. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, it? Ever, and their the baseball team is <laughs> really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got the. We just put put some glasses on the Vanderbilt logo. Perfect. Uh, lot, honestly, that's probably part of their struggles. If you look at Stanford and Duke, and and it's they the have, transfer they, portal. When era. we talk P- Pac-12, I know uh, Stanford again, not from reading oh. Phil Steele, but um, they were one of the teams <laughs> that have really struggled. One, they're not putting any NIL money, even though it's a very rich school, and then two. Even if you have the transfer portal, if you still hold those transfers because of their admissions, you're you're really Uh, not benefiting. Colorado was like this. Thankfully, Dion demanded (laughs) in his contract that we lower that to bring it back to what it was, you know, in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Who cares if these yeah. kids can read? They're, yeah. they're here to play, play football. They're What's not here to play here? school. Yeah. It certainly is one of the things that gets simplified with them being employees. Yeah. So, all right, Hawaii, they open up at home. Beautiful first bake stadium, which uh, by the way, Colby getting a little uh, getting a little stadium uh, Iggy on every college football preview. Yes, college football experience, oh, yeah. in depth team previews, one for every all hundred and thirty three. So I'm sure you uh, you had a campus tour on to talk uh, First Bank Stadium in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. But they open with Hawaii at home. They then have Alabama A and M at home. I mean, this uh, you could start two and murders, no, they, they should be two and zero. Oh. Now, Timmy yeah. Chang actually. Did better as the season went along than I thought, oh, but we don't like him there. He shouldn't be the coach. Bullshit hire. <laughs> hey, he played for no, June. I, I like June, him. June would back him. <laughs> uh, it's all bullshit. I'm just saying, like, I, I, as the season went along, you know, I remember early in the year, you know, we Hawaii was so bad. Now I think Hawaii might, you know, be in a better spot this year to give Vanderbilt a game, but I think Vanderbilt still is a better team. So yeah, I, I fully expect them to be two and zero, and I think they'll be favored to be two and zero. So and then they they then they take to the road against Wake Forest and UNLV. I not that's the tough, that third win UNLV. Not the yeah. toughest road back to back, but it is a back to back road spot, which is not something you typically see these SEC teams put themselves no, through. It, no, no, no. You typically see Vanderbilt. <laughs> Yeah, you don't see any of the other ones. You, you t- typically see Vanderbilt almost every year. It's like putting yeah. a baseball on a tee in front yeah. of Frank I, Thomas. I, I still think he just I, smashes it out of the park. I every still time. think they can get. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they get a win between those two games. Yeah, UNLV at is the and win. at UNLV. Well, UNLV is breaking in a brand new coach. So you think se- September? 
Brand new yeah. offensive philosophy, well, they, brand new defensive they, they philosophy. They get one of those wins. And, and another thing is UNLV made this dumb move to say, hey, let's stop playing at Sam Boyd and go play at Allegiant, where no one goes to the games. So is, your it, fan base, you're already struggling to gain fans. At Sam Boyd, you could pack it and make it look like a home environment. The, the counter argument there uh, would be of all of the teams coming to town, uh, you know, Vanderbilt, they. Are they really going to fill the stands? No, but no, I'm saying no one's going to go. <laughs> but right. that's what I'm saying is like even when UNLV when UNLV brings their normal fans, if it's a smaller stadium, it can make L- it can make it look like it's well, a home environment. You can Benedict this one and say, you know what, Vanderbilt kids, they can uh, they can afford the suites. <laughs> they, they might. This they Vander, Vanderbilt laying eighteen and a half against Hawaii week one, just to give you a, a reference oh, yeah. point yeah. spread wise. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean we, that that's a win. Yeah, so uh, again, their win total is three and a half, so they probably need to get those. No, they're going to be three and one after September yeah, 16th. Yeah, and then you're yeah. going to sweat the rest of the season as they take. <laughs> they uh, just need one conference win. September 23rd, you got. They uh, beat Kentucky, Kentucky a year ago. Yeah. Missouri. Kentucky and Missouri back to back at home. I think they get one. I think they get one of those. Yeah, the, or, or, or that. I mean, I mean go, go. No, at, wanna, at yeah. Florida, Georgia, those are losses for me. So, yeah, I mean, I guess your. Georgia at home? Look ahead spot for Georgia? <laughs> There'll be no. more Georgia fans there than there will be no. uh Commodore fans. But uh I, think I mean I think they can hang with some of these. I mean, even I, I guess at Florida is really tough, but can you know, th- some of these home games, they should be the over Georgia game. has they a, should be in the in the game it, against Kentucky. If you were wondering, Georgia has a bye after they play Vanderbilt. So no Yeah, good. looking ahead to a, the bye. And a bye when they play Vanderbilt. <laughs> and that that's a double bye in my book. All right. So yeah, I mean I guess you guys are saying perhaps they get one against Kentucky or Missouri. That feels yeah. optimistic. Then you come, you have the bye week. You go at Ole Miss, which that's they're they're not winning a road game this year. They have Auburn at home. To me, this that, is the game I circle. That's, yeah, that's another one. That's, that's another one right there. Strip club freeze in Nashville. That just sounds like dynamite. Dynamite next to a fucking flame. Right? It is beautiful. <laughs> He's back. He's back in the SEC. Uh, and then you have at at the Gamecocks with with Shane. Shane's getting some hype this year. They uh, are a little They're beamer ball like- beamer ball down there in, in Columbia. And you have another buy, and then it's at Tennessee to, to wrap it up. Let's talk about that for a second. I think part. Well, of- I, I'd like to f- real quick shout out to the the FB schedules website. Fantastic, best they place do to work. get schedule yeah. data. But but putting the SEC championship game on the <laughs> Vanderbilt schedule feels just a little, case. little bit just optimistic. Just honest, just a little bit, a, little James bit Franklin had him close. Uh, just a little bit optimistic. Yeah, that was all Coach Pry, as we now know. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let, let's let's key in on this because I think this is smart and it's p- part you know partially a reason for their success a year ago by them playing a week zero game they get two bye weeks. Yeah, I see that. Which I think you need to do if you're Vanderbilt, Stanford, take notes, Duke, take notes, all those all the- those academic schools because that that game at Ole Miss. Now look, pr- they're probably going to lose that regardless. But if you tell me you get a week to focus on it. And then a week uh, before your rival Tennessee, your chances of winning it, I think, go well, slightly and, and up. who does who does Lane and Ole Miss have on after that game? I did a lot of look at that Bama? research. Is that Bama? No, no. it's Texas Saint. It's Jimbo. See, yeah, a guy so that Lane that. Yeah. Lane seems to be a little bit more Ticked focused. Yeah, yeah, than, yeah. <laughs> than most guys. Uh, yeah, spending a lot of time talking about Vanderbilt. I, I think you know, walking through the schedule, there are a lot of games where you can be like, all right, this is a half a win. This is a winnable game. You know, there's. So we basically some to summarize, we we said there are three winnable conference games in Auburn, Missouri, and Kentucky. Yeah. And we think their entire non con schedule is winnable. 
No, I mean, they're probably going to lose to Dave Claus in a wake, but okay. I'll say this, even this, you're getting wake week two for wake, right? Week two for wake. And they're breaking in a brand new quarterback. So Sam Hartman's been there for seven years. So to wrap it up, are you willing to lay minus one seventy to bet this? Over? Yes. Yes. Let's okay. go. Yeah, let's go next up, which pretty crazy Florida next up uh, in the bottom to the top philosophy, uh, five and a half minus one thirty to the over plus one ten to the under a plus 2,500 to win the division, 85 to one to win the conference and 95 to one to make the college football playoff. We were talking about this off the show. It's hard to see an sec winner winning the conference and not being in the college football playoffs. Why not just take the 95 to one? If you're dumb enough to play this, you really can see which football programs have the dumbest fans in terms of just blindly backing them. Uh, Cause like Florida is one of those teams where their odds don't line up to where their win total is. Uh, 200 to one is their national championship price. I, I mean, what was this? Uh, AR 15 RIP. Yeah, are they better or worse J- with him? And, and the backup Jalen Kitna RIP. Cause he was uh, watching kitty porn or something. Really? Uh, John Kitna's son. Oh, no. oh I know about that story. Uh, Imagine being John Kitna. You already had the, the trouble of being kind of this bust NFL player. And now, and then, and now your kid shames you like this. <laughs> yeah, are you I being think, serious? I think now? the kid getting uh, arrested probably worse. He, is I don't this know true? if he was a bust though. He was from D two, but is, uh, this, yeah. is this true? Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as that last I saw, I know he got oh, kicked off man. the team back in like December or, or uh, you know November for so that. So Florida's so. still doing that crime thing, huh? <laughs> they went a different direction, man. Well, we uh, don't we don't know what else Aaron Hernandez was into. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, look, they bring in you, you know yeah former UF quarterback faces years in prison, sex offender status, is convicted. So. Not looking like he's gonna be on the team. <laughs> oh my god! What's John Kidna have to this say? This took a this? turn. But disavow. Uh, <laughs> um, year two uh, for the offense there uh, in Louisiana. His offense improved to thirty-seven point nine points per game. But again, obviously losing AR fifteen. But it, he seemed again not necessarily like the best guy to execute the offense. Like his. His appeal in the NFL is just like raw athletic talent. You saw that in some of the plays he broke, but it wasn't like he, he I don't know. I wouldn't say he executed the offense well. So maybe who is the starting quarterback first? Uh, well, I think Graham Mertz they brought in from Wisconsin. Oh. They're leading oh, yeah. that way, but they Red also have, they also have Jack Miller who started the bowl game. Oh. They got destroyed. So yeah, if there's you're, concern. If you're, if you're yeah. bringing in uh, quarterback talent from Wisconsin, that feels like a red flag, right? Of course, Jack oh. had a joke. Jack Cohn. Uh, apparently, though, he failed upwards. Uh, didn't he get? Didn't the Niners sign him? Right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's better than Trey Lance. Uh, they also. Brock have tra- Purdy's done a lot for just average white dude quarterbacks. Honestly. They have a uh, Travis Etienne's brother, Trevor Etienne. To me, the red flag. They lost four of their offensive line starters. Um, a lot of reasons why this is so bad. They were worst in the SEC last year in third down percentage, allowing forty nine point one. I mean, what's the case for optimism on the Gators, Colby? Like, what am I? No, I was a skeptic on the Napier hire. I know he was good at Louisiana, but that part of the Sun Belt was really bad those years. Yeah. So he got to to like if you go back and watch those games when he had such great success, they were barely beating these bad teams. So I'm a skeptic. I know he can recruit well. I know he's got you know years ago he had Saban connections, um, but they th- you go back and look at last year. A they lost to Vanderbilt. 
uh, as we alluded to in the Vandy part. Yeah. But also, they got very fortunate to beat a couple teams that you know. I remember that USF game. I felt like they should have lost. Also, I thought the Utes should have got them in, in the swamp. And you look at this year's schedule. Tough where, schedule. Where, where you know, obviously Florida State's projected to be a lot better this year, and then Utah, a favorite to you know among the favorites to win the Pac-12. Uh, so I, I think you, you you see that they also get the cross division game every year at LSU. At this LSU year. is super tough. Obviously, Brian Kelly in year two is going to be even tougher to beat. And then and then they get Arkansas, which you know I know Arkansas's never won at the Swamp, but um, Arkansas I think right now is a better football team. So you you look at that schedule. And it's hard to find six wins. That's why the you're, I think most people are shocked when they see the Gators at five and a half for the win total. Yeah. But yeah, we'll walk through the schedule. So uh, yeah, time. I mean, and, and again, they they kind of they're playing a road game. Do you know a this non-conference is, road game? Colby you, has a great Pac-12 SEC stat. But also, this is the first time they are playing a a, a group of five out. Or I'm sorry, a Power Five oh, wow. on the road. Slip there on the road at their stadium. Since 1988, yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say I was shocked to see that they're playing Utah, actually at Utah and not in some sort of like yeah, like yeah. Big, get yeah, in like Atlanta, Texas, or yeah. something. Uh, so then they have McNeese, uh, the Cowboys, which everyone loves. Them Florida's at, getting at nine the and FCS and level. Joe Dumars represent. Florida's catching nine and a half against Utah. Yeah. Oh, it's already coming. People are already betting on Florida. I think that number was <laughs> was north of ten when it opened. A uh, Tennessee uh, game three, an early SEC game, and then they play the uh, Clits Charlotte 49ers week four. You know, optimistically, you you come in, you win, you somehow win a, a road game against Utah, and you, no. you're two. Yeah, so I I think t- Tennessee. I, I they have had Tennessee's number. They have. If you look at the historically, even you know, even and I guess I would say it is. Well, they haven't talked about programs. We'll see what time that game is, but again, and maybe it doesn't affect Tennessee as much. But you know, playing games in September in Florida is always hot. It's a it's a four p.m. It's a seven seven p.m. local time. Is the Tennessee's got an awful record in the swamp? Now that I think that's a huge game for them. Actually, like the both the SEC uh, games in September. Or I think you're going to dictate their season. Okay, can I? I'm going to have a basic take on college football this year. It is going to be hard to to fade teams with like old ass quarterbacks. Now in this matchup with Tennessee and Florida, you have old ass Joe Milton, and who by the way called Jalen Hyatt the fastest man in the NFL like that, and, and versus old ass Grammer. I mean mm. this this is not an SEC battle. No in quarterback position. That's a Michigan Wisconsin battle. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, anyway, continuing, I, I think, you know, to Colby's point, perhaps they're able to pull out uh, a third win here. Cause I'm guessing they're going to beat McNeese and Charlotte. Uh, no, I think, but I mean, Tennessee's probably going to be favored there. Yeah. And Tennessee I, is favored there. Yeah. And then the Kentucky game, Kentucky ever since dude, Kentucky's had their number lately. Kentucky, so then, front, yeah, I think at uh, Kentucky road game uh, at the we love the, the grocery store or whatever Colby calls it there in Kroger field, blue light Van, special in the end zone, <laughs> Vanderbilt. Uh, that's their home. Co- poor, poor Vanderbilt has H H C next to their name way too many times on the sec <laughs> schedule. Vanderbilt uh, coming to town, and then you you go to on the road against the Gamecocks of South Carolina, and then you have your bye week. I mean, honestly, to your point, if we just kind of stop at the bye week, we look at these seven games. 
I even your most optimistic, your most optimistic fan has four wins, right? I I think your most optimistic uh, optimistic fan would say McNeese, Tennessee, Charlotte, and Kentucky, Vanderbilt. and Vandy. Oh, so I think five. they would say five, right? Okay, but I got yeah, I don't. But I I I don't I think, think they're going to beat Kentucky. Optimistic. I think four is pretty optimistic. And then I don't know that they'll be favored the rest of the way. Maybe you can make the case for Arkansas. They're kind of like the mystery team out of there. But getting Missouri on November eighteenth is that sneaky cold ass environment that the SEC has. Remember, Missouri was a Big Twelve team for over a hundred yeah, years. So, so coming like, out of the bye, you yeah. have, then then it gets tough. You have Georgia, you got Arkansas coming to town. Who you know bottom half, bottom part of the the, the SEC. They never won in the still, swamp though. At LSU, at Missouri, that's so tough. Very difficult back to back. And then the Florida sport. State at home. Rivalry game. Florida State should be a good team this year, relative to how they've been in the past. Like th- this is probably the first time in a while Florida State clearly going to be favored in this one. But, uh, last right? year, last year though. Oh yeah, Florida State turned that corner last year. But besides, oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. I, I know it's preseason rankings, but you're playing three of the top ten teams in the country. After your bye week, so if you're if you're taking the over, I think you gotta get to four or five wins before the bye week if you're looking to hit this. Because um, I don't see how they. Yeah, uh, I mean, I got them three and four before, and then maybe they win two games after the any bye. Ch- any ch- uh, how I strong good is, is he with the boosters right now? Well, I mean, they lost Jaden Rashada. Remember, he thought he was going to get but, thirteen but, million but in the if, NIL. If they have no yeah. quarterback, because the quarterbacks that we listed are pretty shitty for Florida. And they don't. Let's say they they don't hit that optimistic mark of four in my mind. And the, coming out of the bye week, they're three and four. It, do, do we not have a potential problem? Oh, where we we're have firing problem, our baby. coach, and we're just we're completely slide. I don't think they'll fire him because they they. I think they give him. This is his second year. Yeah, but fire where did he come two? from? What's he done? You were yeah. you weren't high on the hire. True, but they fired Dan Mullen. Who, who dude? They fired Dan Mullen. Who? Uh, they're you know, fire happy. <laughs> I gotta go yeah. under here. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm on the I'm under too, though. I think it's too hard of a schedule. Under. Yeah, I think there's too many 50-50 games where if you look like Tennessee. Joe Milton is better than Graham Mertz to me. Now I know it's at the swamp. Maybe you give him that one, but then you have the Kentucky game. And why would I just all of a sudden, you know, make the make make the you know the, the think that Florida can come into Kroger and and fucking get the win? I I can't. And then the Arkansas game. I think that's that's a fifty fifty game. But I still think they have to hit all of those. They have to go undefeated in those in those fifty fifty games. And I think it's more likely they lose. Agree. Next up. We have Kentucky, which of course, who can forget Kentucky, Mr. Stoops, the the lesser known Stoops who has the best, best contract in all the land. Uh, every time Kentucky go win seven games, I AKA makes a bowl. I believe his contract gets extended for another year. It's an two. awesome deal. Yeah. Um, and if he got help if us, if he ever gets the 10, <laughs> but six and a half, the win total minus 160 on the over plus 130 to the under 75 to win the division, 75 to one, to win the division, 120 to one, to win the sec and 130 to one, to make the college football playoff. So once again, take that, not the conference. And national championship, two hundred to one. Look, I, I think you. Uh, there's no handicap needed. They will win seven games. <laughs> they always do because that's what the contract says. <laughs> they have a great beginning to their schedule. The well, whole month of September. The whole month they play. My, they play five games in September. My second comment is: let when we get to the schedule, which we will, they 
it's very unlikely this team is is like like completely crushed out of the out of the gate. So I think I think we're going to be optimistic about this team, and maybe that helps them grow and become a feisty opponent against six the, and the one to the uh, six and one to the over six and a half past seven seasons, and it's tough to of course it's, we, tough, <laughs> it's tough to imagine hey, it not happening again. Colby, uh, if your uh, contract said that if you did a certain amount of things. You got to keep doing those things. You would do that thing. Oh, and and he's he has done no, a great no job. No Canva bonuses for <laughs> <Yeah>. Colby. <No. laughs> Bring in the Phil Steel magazine bonus. He has contract done, bonus. He, he has done a great job of like, hey, let's schedule two shitty Mac teams, yeah. an FCS squad. But I can tell you this, man, and this was what makes it interesting. So this year they draw Bama from the West, right? Uh, the, you know they get Mississippi State every year. You get one other opponent. They draw Bama. That's not good. And then you add the fact that Jeff Brom is back at Louisville. Now, Louis, Kentucky's owned Louisville lately. Yeah. But Brom is oh. is, you know, his dad coached at Louisville. He what played at Louisville. He's been recruiting really well. He brought in a bunch of transfers. He took Purdue to the Big 10 Championship. So, I do think the schedule gets a little harder. And and there's a case you could make for them, you know, going 6 and 6 this year. But nah, I, let's I, look I, at the schedule. Yeah, I, th- I. What's the quarterback? I mean, no, situation? no. Will Levis. They're bringing Devin Leary, NC State transfer. I've who's always, coming always off thought a- he's a little overrated, but I mean, you know, <laughs> kind of like Will Levis. Yeah. He's better than Will Levis. Is that a hot take? Devin Leary. He's coming uh, yeah. off a torn. I, I, pec, I like though. Levis more than Leary. Better college quarterback. Will Levis or Devin Leary? You're taking Will yeah. Levis. I am uh, equal Leary, though. Leary in big games to me has always been questionable, and mm-hmm. and some of that might have been NC State's offensive coordinator Tim Beck, but. You well, know what they're Kentucky did. Uh, Kentucky brought in Liam Cohen uh, from the Rams for their OC. That might help their offense, right? Yeah, he, no, he, and he I think he, he was at Kentucky. He was at Kentucky, I think, a few years prior. Uh, oh, okay. So he's, he's, he's got some he Kentucky came roots. Came back home. Went and got, went went to went west to learn how to train his dog and came back to Kentucky. <laughs> But I mean, you gotta love this September. This is a great oh, September. I mean, you start out four right, and zero, right? Ball State. Yeah. I mean, maybe Vandy, who I'm high on, but yeah, keep going. I mean, a couple Mac schools have have kept it within one score. I yeah. wonder, but still, man, I still think Akron's a year away. Ball State, though, this uh, is just it, you get off to a great K- hot start. They're gonna collapse in the middle, and then they'll Kentucky they'll get to the seven. is a great example of a team that has an above average SEC roster. And it it shows you what they can end up doing and why Mark Stoops gets to win seven games every year. Ball State at home on the second. We'll be out in Vegas for this one. Colby will be screaming out a TV somewhere. <laughs> Eastern Kentucky. No, after- no, we'll, we'll be in Vegas for Eastern Kentucky. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. We'll be <laughs> Colby will yeah. will probably not be screaming out a TV for this one. Uh the the Colonels. And then we have the zips of Akron, who I'm 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 gonna assume they're not. Uh, the, the come up isn't happening yet for Akron. Hey, I like what they're doing, but I don't think they're there yet. <laughs> they're have, all at home too. Yeah, like it's yeah, not no. even. It's basic. A tricky it's, road spot. This is this is what I would consider to be a basic SEC schedule. Then you have at Vanderbilt, like alternating uh, home road games here. Florida at Georgia, Missouri. So going into the bye week again, right in the middle of the season for the bye, you have seven games before. Hard to see them. The only, I mean, only, only, only Georgia. one real road game because the Vanderbilt game, yeah. Kentucky fans will travel oh. and it'll be 50 50. Kentucky right? fans are, are, they're, they're, they're close. I mean, we, at some point, you need to do the most obnoxious fan bases. <laughs> Kentucky's up there. Like, bro, you're a basketball school, aren't you? 
Uh, that Mark, no, just, uh, th- you know what happened last I, summer? I've been with uh, Calipari. Calipari <laughs> almost got. I feel like the, the the fans want him fired because he was staying there at basketball school, and Stoops has kind of changed that mo. Yeah. Uh, no, look, football school. Kentucky. Hey guys, we're mediocre at football every year. What do you? <laughs> we're in the FCC. That's a good thing. So going to the buy, is it six and one? Most uh, likely. I mean, maybe I think if you're a two? Kentucky fan, you got to think that because maybe you're, five and two. I think you could be worst six case and one. five and yeah. two though, because. Yeah. Man, they're not dropping two. Yeah, two. worst case five and two. But it now now that makes it interesting because I actually believe there's a shot. There's a shot that they're dogs in you know five uh, what four of the remaining five games. Oh, okay, so yeah. coming off the bye, we we come out of Tennessee pro- potentially. That's one of the games. That, but you're that, at home, and we'll see how but, Tennessee. But it's is an by SEC. It, yeah, it's an Tennessee's SEC. Tennessee had their number though. I feel like man. I think like, I think there's a chance even Tennessee, in the dark years. Tennessee, Tennessee laying two and a half sounds about right. Then you have at Mississippi State. That, that's a mystery game. That is one where where like we Mississippi State the wheels could fall off. They're they're going mm. with Zach Arnett. They're DC. They're getting rid of what's crazy. Nah, I know and how this go. This story goes. Unfortunately, well, I'll save the big, the my big version for the SEC West. But it, you you can't you you can't shoot a dead man in the head, and so you you got to shoot the dead man's assistant. And I think I think unfortunately the program's not not looking to have. Well, they're transition. They're not doing air raids. So I know. As much as know, everyone's high on so Will Rogers, you're, you're like, alluding to the fact that obviously post leech they're going to have to reset stuff. The the first guy is always mm. kind of the patsy. Yeah. He's going to get it bad. But but sometimes, you know, Dabo Sweeney's a, a situation where he was an assistant with with Tommy Bowden. Tommy Bowden yeah. gets fired and Dabo ran with that thing. Yeah. So you, the the problem is to me the, outlier. the tra- transitioning out of the air raid, I think could be difficult for them. But oh, very difficult. Anyway, so then you have so a relatively e- another relative they have they have a quote relatively easy home games or road games, I would say a couple of them. Then they have Bam at home. That's tricky. Then you have at the Gamecocks and then at Louisville. As you said, Louisville, maybe that's an interesting back to back road spot there. Well, it's really tricky because the week before, Bama gets LSU. Now, I think most people have LSU favored to win the SEC West. A lot of a lot of people have them playing for the national championship. Bama coming off a loss. So yeah. that and then Nick Saban is fantastic after after losses historically throughout. I agree, his and they so, and they have yeah, yeah an FCS after that. So basically a bye week. I'm on the over. A six and a half feels very doable. There is to Colby's point. If you trip up at all in that first half of the schedule, you could be behind the eight ball. I still think they get to seven. Well, just pretty draw, comfortable. Just drawing Bama. They don't traditionally get Bama every yeah. year. So mm-hmm. well, you're over- once every seven years or whatever. And then the Louisville angle to me, that was normally a cakewalk. I'm telling you, I love the Jeff Brown hire at Louisville. I think he's not the spark. Year. I agree. Not this year. I don't know. I just feel like that's a much well, more dangerous game. Cause he'll scheme Colby. you. He'll scheme you up. He's yep. a very good coach. What's the win total Sean six and a half. Yeah. So if uh, Mark Stoops needs his seventh win against a brand new Head coach of a Louisville Cardinal team in a rivalry game. You don't think he's going to want to try to curb stomp that motherfucker? I don't think he realized Jeff Brom. The Brom family is Louisville oh, wow. football. This, this is, is one that's personal, man. Uh, and, Colby's and heart's too close to this one. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, we're all agreeing once again on the over. Last one before a little seven break. to five. They're going to go seven to five. Seven to five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, but that's we we spent a lot of time saying the obvious. They always go seven to. Five. Seven seven wins is a lock with this man. Missouri six and a half plus one hundred five to the over minus one twenty five to the under forty to one to win the division one twenty to one to win the SEC. 
And again, value here, one one thirty to one to make the college football playoff. Bet that, not the conference. Three hundred to one to win the national championship. So somehow longer odds than Kentucky and Florida. Mm. I mean, for me, the the Missouri tag is made a nice different tiger. Yes, different kind of tiger. Uh, last year, eight point seven less points per game than the first year under. Blake Baker, defensive coordinator, uh, eight returning starters on the defensive side, second in the SEC, tackles for losses. I guess to me, the question is, uh, what is it going to be? Brady Cook, uh, Colby, dealing with an offseason surgery. What do we do? What are they doing at quarterback? Because I feel like their defense is going to be pretty solid. They got Luther Burden, uh, the third true freshman, forty-five catches, six five touchdowns, five-star man, it was five a huge star. recruit for them. But they, no, but, but again, quarterback, where are we at? Well, they got they brought in Patty C's boy, Jake Garcia, who was a big-time recruit to Miami. And I think he could end up being the starter. I don't know him or cook. I think that's going to probably decide their season because uh, Garcia has flashed at times cook, you know, at moments looked all right at moments. He also looked really bad. And I think the uncertainty is, is going to, you know, be the difference if they're good or not. No, because yeah. I, I think they, this team in particular is one of the harder ones to handicap because of that big question at quarterback, you feel pretty safe. Uh, with their defense, at least relatively in the SEC, but yeah, big questions. I mean, this is another schedule though that I feel like the month of September they don't leave the state of Missouri. They are they do, but it's at Vanderbilt. So yeah. like, it's a dream scenario to build momentum. A lot of times, I think in college football, you'll see like a a team. I remember Syracuse went ten and three a few years ago, and they weren't very good, but they built that momentum on a on a favorable schedule and and we're able to pull an upset because they started believing, Hey, we're yeah. six and oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like culture doesn't help you win. Winning helps you build culture. But, so, but so yeah, I like that. <laughs> that. That's the mirror. That's how that's it the, works though. Cause you're to your point, if they start winning early, like we've discussed, some of these teams can just completely implode. That's a topical reference. Um, and just the rest of the schedule, just complete. I mean, it'll just disintegrate. And, and I think more and more in the SEC, we're going to see these short, like, like people getting happy with the trigger finger when it comes to like, oh, why aren't we having success already? Why is this? Why is this team still shitty? Now they do. They do draw LSU from the West. Yeah, I mean, let's walk through the schedule because it it seemed th- this this was one of the more obvious win totals to me. But uh, in typical SEC fashion, they got the non-con opening. South Carolina or South South Dakota, the Coyotes, the Coyotes, as they say locally. Then you got Middle Tennessee. Watch out! They beat Miami at Miami last year. Rick Stockstill, great NASCAR name. I once rode a mechanical bull in uh, in the Middle Tennessee or at Middle Tennessee's campus. Uh, this is what. How much we should have gotten, Colby? You should have had all the. How much money are they paying this team to come play? Oh, that's mm. a fun. That's a fun graphic. Uh, no more canvas. Kansas State, who whooped their ass last year, and then Memphis. And Kansas, Kansas State brings back everybody. Oh my goodness! That's, 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 that's K State's going to be tough. Is yeah. this is this accurate? The Memphis game will be in the dome. In yeah, the Rams in the XFL oh, filthy oh no. stadium. Oh, Battlehawks! Yeah, yeah. Battle so they Hawks lost a home be... game. No, it's still a home game for them. It's just they, they lost they, a home they cater game to their St. Louis audience. Oh, they're going to lose that game now. No, Memphis isn't that good. They'll, okay. They'll fuck up Memphis. Really? Think. Yeah. I think the K state game is the one you circle. Oh yeah. Easy. That could yeah. be trouble. Easy yeah. peasy. So then you're moving along. You got at Vanderbilt LSU at home at Kentucky. 
South Carolina at home. This is a tough stretch for me. They get LSU though on the back to back away. That's an interesting spot because if there's one, if Wait, there's LSU has a back to back away. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, and <laughs> and if there's one stadium that I feel like just Georgia almost lost at Missouri. Last it is year. a weird spot. It, it is the weirdest like stadium out of like all. Like a of high them. school yeah. stadium. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's just a weird trip. Like how it's are just they in up there? in the up in the Missouri? So, so M- Missouri <laughs> is the up in the Missouri. <laughs> Missouri yeah. is the is the wacky long trip in the conference. Yes, I would say with for a sure. different it's climate. The, it's the one. Yeah, exactly. Like you get in, especially like October, November. You, you, there's games with snow and shit. You know what I mean? Like so. It, yep. It, and we're gonna play the game real quick because the people were really bad at geography for the flyover states. I already pulled it up. So oh, okay. I'm out. Colby. Wow, that's where Columbia is, huh? How many s- states can you name that border? Well, Missouri. I know. Don't look at my screen. Okay, but I know Illinois because they have the huge rivalry. Yep. That they used to play before. <laughs> yeah. It's all rivalry yeah. based. Yep. That's uh, one. Kansas because Kansas Missouri was a big rivalry. That that's two. Uh, Arkansas. That's three. Kentucky. That's four. Okay. Uh, how about Indiana? That's not one. Damn. Okay. Illinois is in between them. Iowa, Nebraska, <sighs> Oklahoma. Tennessee. Iowa. Iowa touches Missouri. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Always, yeah. Oh, Iowa always fucks me up. <laughs> yeah. It's just there. I think where Iowa <laughs> and Idaho are, I always get them it's mixed up. It's just there. It, I mean, it's why. Shout out to Cedar Rapids. But fun thing that you. you fun Shout out to Waterloo. Fun dad uh, nugget that you can always blow people's mind with is that. Uh, De- Denver is. De- Denver, Colorado, very close to the center of the country. Geo- like yeah. geographic, which is. That, that blows my mind every time. All right, uh, back. So yeah, back to Missouri. Uh, we were in the schedule. I think we got completely sidetracked. I actually kind of like where they get LSU. Now I'm not gonna. Obviously, I'm not gonna take them to beat LSU, but I'm saying like it's a nice spot to get do it at home, off of a back to back away for them. So yeah. all right, so they have three winnable games at the top, in the non-con. Maybe four. No, they're capable of beating Kansas State, but I think Kansas State's just better than them right now. So I would favor K State. But K State's one of these teams where they 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 play close, you know yeah. what I mean. So they could win that game. But I, I'm going to favor K State, so I got them three. I think they go four they, and one in September. Yeah, and then they have LSU at Kentucky and South Carolina, which is a not the easiest stretch here. True, uh, but also you're getting South Carolina at Columbia, Missouri. Like I feel like uh, they've had a lot of so problems eight there. Ga- eight games before the bye, you you think they're. You think they potentially could be six and two? I think they could. Yeah. I, I think they could. Now I think it's more likely they're five and three. Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with a five and three take. Four and four. All right. Then you got the bye week. Then at Georgia, Tennessee. A lot of these will hinge on how good Tennessee is. I, I, I reckon. Florida. They're beating Florida. It's too cold in November. Yeah, 18th. I agree with yeah. that take. And he, well, it he, might be the same take for Tennessee. I know. That's what and I'm saying. at like, Arkansas. You know, Colby, you're kind of swaying good. me on my on the Missouri take. Here. Uh, Arkansas is not very good. I think they can even win that game. I think it's a winnable game. I think it's a 50-50 game, but I kind of like <laughs> See, this is something we should talk about. I like when you have the away mm. game at Georgia because yeah. you're going to lose anyway. Already, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. waste a home game on Georgia? Exactly. Chuck it. exactly. It's like Kentucky. So, just why you're not going to win against Mark Stoops? I'll <laughs> take I'll take the over cuz I think I'm going I'm going under just cuz of the questions at quarterback. I think you know, it's a team I could be betting on if we early on see something out of the quarterback position. But as far oh, as the win total, I'm going. I'm under. with Colby. There's always a weird team that wins more. Oh, I could see seven. Look, South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, Memphis, Vanderbilt. That's four. Yes. Right. 
I'm I, in. I think they they always kind of whoop South Carolina's ass in Columbia. I feel like mm, so that'd Shane, be five. The Gamecocks are gonna yeah. The Gamecocks are gonna uh, drop some games they shouldn't. Florida and Tennessee possible six seven, and then you have the like K State mm. game or the Kentucky game. I, I think seven and five. They could do seven and five. Wait, did you just have to throw in an extra win to get to seven and five? No, I had to, that one was to two, eight. three, four, five six. Ooh. This it is. There's a lot is. of 50 50 games. A lot, it, it's, There's like see, four or five 50 50 games. I was not yeah. high on them. And then you're talking about the fucking weather. It's also and a now, make or break year for Drinkowitz. You know what? He could get five. Give me the under. I'm not yeah. taking overs for guys who are on the hot seat. Well, and, they, and not he's in had, SEC. All three years, he's had a different starting quarterback. So he, there's, yeah. there's not any consistency. No, and, and no one manages the expectations of these fucking schools. They all think they're Alabama. <laughs> I like the fact though they have to get Georgia on the road, and I think getting Tennessee and Florida get you get Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, and LSU at home. Now LSU is the only one that uh, you would think clear loss, but at least you get them on the back to back away. It's a it's a nice schedule. It's a nice schedule for them. All right, hey, before we get to South Carolina underdog fantasy, Ryan, we are obviously been doing a ton of these underdog fantasy best ball mania drafts. Best ball mania four is here. They're giving away $15 million in prizes. I mean, they also have this sweet underdog pick them again, essentially over under they have a NFL season long player props that you can get down on. I mean, Jalen hurts 11 and a half rushing touchdowns over 23 and a half passing touchdowns over 35, 50 and a half passing yards over. And as we get closer to the season, Sean, there will be college football. Yeah, uh, they got some college football stuff. They had college baseball going as well. A lot of fun over there. Daily MLB uh, over under pickums as well. It's the summer perfect time to get set up over at underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN. Get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right, now we head to the. I guess the top half, one more team at six and a half, the Gamecocks of South Carolina, led by my guy, Shane Beamer. Gotta be this was part of what factored in my Missouri under, by the way. I knew I was going over on Shane. <laughs> Plus one twenty to the over, minus one forty to the under. Uh, I hope they don't choke. There there's too many expectations. This is the obvious. If I wasn't rooting for the Beamer family, this would be the obvious team who's gonna trip and fall flat this year. Fifteen to one, and maybe the coach who gets fires. Fifteen to one. For the Beamer, no. Ninety-five to one. Him. He just beat Clemson for the and conference. Tennessee, and he's had back-to-back yeah. improving years: seven and six his first year, eight and five. Well, I, I don't know if they can make that next jump up. Listen to, to these odds, because I think the odds disagree with you. Ninety-five to, again, fifteen to one for the division, ninety-five to one for the conference. So typically, we see the odds go up for the the college football playoff after here, and we're like, hey, better value to bet the playoff. Forty-one That's to one to, win, to make so they the college think, football playoff. They think there's a world where South Carolina doesn't win the conference football play, or sorry, doesn't yeah. win the conference, and sneaks in to that that second SEC spot that they've essentially guaranteed these past couple of years. Yes, man. Well, again, it's still 41, <laughs> 41 I to one. I think the argument is that, or here, here's my guess. So the people that bet into these kind of markets, yeah. Identify South Carolina as a team that was valuable because their odds were probably they, they probably opened at like seventy to one or something. 
and they got bet down to a strange number, 41 to one. And uh, what realistically no chance, right? For them to win the SC West, yeah. Or I SC mean, wouldn't East? you? Uh, no, I to don't make think the they, playoff. No. Nah. Yeah, wouldn't exactly. You, wouldn't you rather take Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman or something like that? Because how does how do they? No, because I don't think he, like who the fuck's voting for that guy. He, well, I'm he, just saying it's a voting award. It, imagine a world where they they do win the conference um, or get into the college football playoff. How do they do that without but him I having think a huge year? That's the answer to the question, though. They make the college football playoff maybe because of Spencer Rattler, right? Like, yeah, no, perhaps his. They're not ready for that big of a jump. his his uh he be perhaps he come becomes the star that he was he was as sold as coming out of high school. And, I mean, and they that's had the a, they point. had anyway. a couple of huge upsets last season. That's why the hype is here now. Now that can work two ways, right? Because obviously, getting those upsets is awesome, and it's a sign you're a team on the rise. And then you maybe keep. Maybe it's not so much of an upset because you're getting a little hype and you lean into that. Or it could be like, oh shit, those were outlier games. We're really not that good, and you fall back. It really can work that, both ways. That, this is one SEC school that got kind of uh, destroyed in the portal. I thought Jordan mm. Birch, their their best defensive end, goes to Oregon. No, no. Uh, they lost the other edge rusher, Gilbert. What Evan about their defense in general? Um, the run defense looks like potential massive liability. Colby, how say you? Yeah, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think there's some red flags on this team as far as like they got really hurt in the portal, and if they're, the, I they, I know they have some good freshmen coming in, so but I I I don't like this. It just sounds team. so funny. I don't like this team. I like, I oh, no. I think the schedule's really hard too. When you oh, add no. in, when you add in, they play ten power fives. They get Clemson oh. and North Carolina, and then. They got that sneaky November fourth game. We were in Vegas a couple years ago when Jacksonville State beat Florida State at oh, Florida no. State. Oh, that was fun. Oh well, no! You know who their head coach is? It's Who's, Rich Rodriguez. Oh All right? my god! And, and I love Rich. Rod. Their quarterback Zion Webb's a Clemson transfer. I just think that's a that's a sneaky game. But look at the road trips they got to go to as well. So All right, let's, right, let's talk schedule. Oh my god! Tar Heels. Maybe we'll get a uh, early season uh, Mac dancing after the game here. Tar Heels. That's where it happened when that when he, when he beat Carolina in his first game. No, oh, that's when hilarious. He, when, he, when he's dancing. So I mean, this this is loose rivalry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was this is a rivalry game, but hmm. they, they they should play more often. Yes, I like how they open yeah. the season with it. It's great. It's like a preseason bowl game. In give me, Charlotte, give me more of this. Yeah, in Charlotte. In Charlotte, little neutral seat, neutral. Fe- that, that's it, the. It used to be called Jerry Richardson hey, Stadium. Yeah, that's ACC country. That's ACC country there in Charlotte. Uh, then, then they got Furman, another well, rivalry. Hey, watch right? out, man! That's an FCS playoff <laughs> team. That is an FCS playoff team. I'm telling you, oh, man. You know I just, I just cashed the over on Colby saying, "Watch out for some uh, <laughs> for, uh, for, a, for an FCS upset." And perfect time to remind people, <laughs> the FCS college football mm, experience yes. uh, feed is coming as oh, well. Yeah. Dropped an episode last week. Yeah, Drop, got another one scheduled for Thursday. Oh, it sounds like we should launch a feed. Yeah, let's, let's put that go. on the calendar for this week. All right, uh, we got Furman. Like I said, another uh, little interstate rivalry there. And then you got at Georgia, you got Mississippi State at home, and you got at Tennessee. This is tough. tough no, that, you got the yeah. bye week early, only five games here. What what's the optimistic fan saying, Colby? I think you could be. Th- I think you could be three? three and two, maybe even four and one if you get that Tennessee game. Tennessee's tricky, but yeah. uh, obviously three and two, I think is what, what the, what your fans should be thinking. Yeah. UNC though. You yeah. like them. You like them week one Colby. What's the number Sean? Did you look it up? 
I think that's a ball game, man. You got Drake May, who might be the top pick of the NFL. No, draft. I'm saying I, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, that, that that's going to be a fun game. I kind of think it's a coin flip game. Like they're they're very similar I, teams. I'd to imagine like, South Carolina's dogs in three of their games. Three of these first. South round. Carolina catching point and a half against there, UNC. There you go. Yeah. Barely. So yeah, we can say two and a half to three to wins, uh, but depending on how optimistic you are, then come out of the bye. You got Florida at Missouri. It's only October. I told it, you they normally. <laughs> I, I I gotta pull that up. They normally always lose at Missouri, man. Colby yeah. has Missouri going twelve and zero last night. <laughs> then you have a back to back road spot at Texas A and M. Uh, hopefully they don't get distracted by the parades. Lots of parades. Then you got the Jacksonville State game. I mean, wow! So coming late, off back to back game for Jacksonville State, right? No, no, yeah. Normally they play these type of games well, early on. No, no it's the, a bye week. No, no, no. Strategy. They're the, the SEC notorious for, yeah. th- for throwing the the FCS game in November. The only yeah. problem is they didn't count on Jacksonville State going FBS, huh? Well, yeah, I was gonna say that why they schedule the team that has. Well, Rich but is is good. Jacksonville State gonna still be good now that Dion's gone and all? No, no, players? this no, is no, Rich no, Rod. No, no, no. This oh is, yeah, yeah sorry. not Jackson State. This Jackson is Jacksonville State. How, how State. dare yeah. you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, just because they, uh, yeah, Jacksonville State game the uh, uh, Gamecocks versus the Gamecocks. Oh, this We're ba- is, it's basically yeah. a cock, cock fight. fight. Yeah, this is fun. Wait, they, this they, is fun. Do they call it? Is this another marketing the cock bowl? This is the cock bowl. Wow. Police might break this game up. I, I love how many rivalries the South Carolina has between Furman and the Gamecock rivalry. Beautiful. And then you have Vanderbilt, another rivalry game. I mean, this this is a very easy schedule. The way I'm walking, the way I'm looking at it, Colby. Really? Then you have Kentucky. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Then you, I, I want to be high on them. Then you have Clemson, another rivalry. They beat game. and here's so the thing. Many they beat Clemson last year. Oh, this Clemson's is like, gonna fuck them up. I this think year. they are. I think Clemson. They are. Everyone yeah. is down on Clemson this year. Clemson got rid of Big Cinco. He was Clemson's he was holding dead. them down. Shout they, out uh, to they our brought Beavers. in Lincoln Riley's brother, who I, was the OC from TCU. The, yeah. Clemson's gonna be. I, I hate to say it, but the Clemson's gonna be good. But I do. If you're looking to the over, don't you like the idea of hey, uh, if they're close, if they're sitting at six or five. Don't you like the fact that you're getting four home games to close out the season? Yeah, like the that whole to month me of is, November's at home. Yeah. yeah. And and you're getting basically Vanderbilt is not really like a power five, so you're getting Jacksonville State and Vanderbilt. Two of those aren't even really. I'm going power over. Five. I'm going over. I'm on the under, man. I just think it's too hard of a schedule. I, I think there's too many games that they could like I have them beating Florida. Yep. Florida could still beat them. You know what I mean? Like that's a fifty fifty game. I have them beating Mississippi State. Okay, I feel I actually feel like they'll probably beat Mississippi State. Yep. But, but uh, the Carolina game is a 50 50 game to me. We have automatic losses to me at Georgia. I'm, pr- I'm favoring Tennessee. I think they lose to Missouri. I think they're yep. going to go 0 and 4 on the road. And yep. So then the question is is, is well, where, where can they, are they going to go undefeated at home? They're going to lose to Clemson. Too. So that's, that's five losses, yeah. right? And right then, so I'm at five losses, like hard, easy. And then you have the Carolina game in Charlotte, which is a 50 50. That could be number six. You know, you know you've really, t- I, I was going to be on the over, and now. There, there's five losses to me out of the gate. And so Kentucky, I'm going to throw Jacksonville state in there for you, Colby, uh, Mississippi state and UNC Florida as well. And UNC is kind of yeah. a road game. So if we say yeah. they lose the road games, that's five plus Clemson. That's six. I'm already at the under. Yeah. I, I think what six, are we doing six is what they're doing. What are we doing? So now I got, I got to flip on Missouri then. Do I have to flip on Missouri? You, you better start thinking about yours, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. 
All right. Kramer's uh, blowing up his whole, uh, I, his whole episode. I, I think they have one of the hardest schedules in the SEC. Well, Sean, you yeah. know content is king, and I so I I opt to not look at the schedule before we are on the air. It, you may argue it, it it hurts my preparation, <laughs> but bold strategy, Cadden. I, I yeah, bold strategy. All right. So, so what are you doing, Ryan? I'm going under. I just told you I found I found I, six so losses. Wait, I'm I'm the uh, lone I'm, Shane Beamer hype train. Well, he's, I mean, he needs to get fired so he can come home. He's not going to get fired this year. They're, they're he happy needs to get fired right so he can come home. Coach Pry is building the home, but Coach Pry is not going to be the man that lives in the home. <laughs> I'm I'm very concerned about Coach Pry. Tennessee. The Vols nine and a half plus one forty five to the over minus one eighty five to the under forty plus four thirty to win the division. Wow, sixteen to one to win the conference, thirteen to one to make the college football playoff and national championship. Twenty five to one. I'm curious on Colby's take here. I obviously haven't listened to the preview episode because Tennessee he hasn't gotten to the tease yet. Yeah, but I did a deep dive on. on this is a, the most. Is this the most overpriced team in college football? Yeah, I mean, I think they're up there because you look at last season and Josh Heupel, unbelievable year, did a great job, but they won all their close games pretty much. Uh, to go back to the pit game in overtime when Keaton Slovis gets knocked out, the Alabama game that they really probably should have lost. Uh, you know, you go through Shit. and look at all those close games they played. Uh, you know, that maybe they, South Carolina can beat them. I also don't like Milton. Milton's a bum. Like he. He was the guy that was like, "Why the fuck aren't they?" Pl- he's, he's got the- a rocket arm, though. I was watching him the other day on that. He's gonna, you know video. what? Why I, is Colby? Uh, is, is Peyton Manning doing anything for their NIL? No, uh, their NIL is actually like might be the best in the nation. Uh, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Their fans are very near the top of the obnoxious power rankings. And I did make a note as as we're going through these previews. I've made notes of guys I want to be riding uh, this season. Ooh. Squirrel White is definitely a guy. Really? Is, I mean, so that's come a on. real name. Squirrel White. <laughs> Colby, give me it's your not white squirrel. No, give me your uh, give me your like take Native on American Squirrel White. Oh, I mean, look, it's it's. Uh, I'm hoping he's from the great state of Tennessee because that would make it even better. But yeah, their receiving core is gonna be fine, dude. Because uh, like, anytime they have a good catch, I'm just gonna go. Squirrel White finds a nut, and then they got Brew McCoy, who was like a five star at Texas and USC. This better be a nickname. yeah. So uh, the, I think their receiving core is gonna be fine, but I do worry. Like, like I said, they, Wait, they won all their close I, games. I love I love all these the nickname background. Uh, nickname originated from his great grandmother, who called him Squirrel as an infant after he moved Simon simultaneously with a squirrel in her garden. Wow, that's a, I mean, again, Squirrel though is just such an <laughs> awesome nickname. What position? Defensive back, receiver. Oh, yeah, makes perfect sense. name for us. Yeah. For perfect name for a receiver. I'm just picturing a white guy with a mullet. Oh no, he's not white. <laughs> um, right. Well, I mean. What about their defense? One hundred twenty-seventh against the pass last year. That could be a problem. Man, who cares about defense? In this you can play offense. And and to me, the big thing is is Bama, Florida, and Kentucky on the road. Well, just having Bama and Georgia on the schedule. Yeah, Bama who gets and Georgia. Dra- who gets drafted higher, but Milton or Hendon Hooker? Milton. You think Milton get, helps his stock more? He's got a, I mean, I guess Hooker has a cannon it's too. A, yeah. I mean, you would expect a guy in his second year, in his like sixth year of college football. Could pick up the simplest system in college football and throw to the the athletes they have. Yeah, yeah. They lost Tillman and Hyatt. Anyone else? Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They have enough guys. I, I don't really feel. I feel like those wide receivers are fine. That they yeah, I, I yeah. just, 
I, I want them to trip and fall, but then you look at the schedule and we'll roll it out here. They open against UVA where I they will be like 28 point favorites. For it's, this it's one. a, yeah. it's a neutral site in uh, Nash in the stupid. Why would Virginia agree to that? Yeah. We'll play one, a one-off neutral site in Nashville. What, who <laughs> yeah. plays at Nissan <laughs> stadium? Is that, is, that where the, yeah. Tennessee. is that where the Titans play? Yeah. So they're going to play in the Titans stadium against UVA. They'll be searching uh, for an answer to the question of what is a Wahoo. Although uh, shout out to the, again, to FB schedules for calling them the Cavaliers. That's nice of you. Then they go Austin, Austin P the governors, Sean's governors. Oh, I love those guys back at home. And then they have at Florida, which we, we discussed that maybe a tricky spot down there in the swamp early in the season, UTSA who preseason ranked Sean number 23, the road runners at Frank home. Harris is and back. Then, and then oh, the game run game at home. What stands out to me is you have uh, three, four uh, virtually home games before the early bye week. But I, you know, this, this feels like if I said, what's the optimistic fan say it's five and oh, what's the pessimistic fan say it's four and one. I just don't they could how be the, five and oh. how the hell do they get to 10 games? A- am I, I mean, between Milton and the schedule, 10 games just seems well, like all right, a, so I, I get, what do you got and you get three and two, four and one. Be, we should be. Somewhat. I think they'll be favored in all five. I got them five and zero. Oh. All right, five yeah. and zero. Oh. Then I'll they go four co- and one. Come out of the bye. You got A and M loss at home. That's probably the loss. Road rash face is now at A and M. That offense is going to move. Yeah, if Fisher lets him. That's why he brought yeah. him in. Yeah, he needed uh, it, help well, in the offense. Mm, Fisher's had A and M had like number one recruiting class. Like they they have legit talent. Has yeah. Fisher brought guys in before offensive minds? No, he's been the guy. That's what I'm saying. So like so, he's like uh, he's a control freak. But so then you would expect them to have an offense with that talent. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. So if they can, right. I I feel like A and M can get them. Hmm. Maybe a, a more dark horse team. when we get into the yeah. SEC West at Alabama and Boss. then at Kentucky. This is a brutal stretch. And, and, and this is a this is a horrible time to play Kentucky cuz I think yeah. you're going to give it all at Alabama. Revenge game. Revenge year, game for yeah. Alabama in Alabama and then it's going to be tough to get up for a tough spot at Kentucky the following week. And then you got UConn, and then the UConn. I mean, we're Jim we're, we're going to laugh. Yeah, so he's getting back on the show. Play. Got him, got this him bowling. Is, this is their homecoming game, which and is I, UConn. UConn. And I and I would say Moore is ready to oh. fuck shit up. <laughs> Feels like a trap. Now, probably won't won't have them there. But as you pointed out, Moore does seem to be uh, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, what what do you say when someone's at a rank too low for what they're they're up to? I mean, the the program seems to be turned around. He said he's saying things like he wants to stay there forever. Wants to win a national championship <laughs> there. He said, which is very interesting. There, which would be their second national championship this decade. Th- this would be a tough game for them. They will be they will be presenting the crowns for king and queen uh, at halftime. So I'm sure the crowd will be super yoked, super lit, as Colby would say. Or maybe I've heard Colby might have a new lit. This uh, this fall. So oh, break! We'll, stay tuned. We'll stay tuned for that at Missouri, and then Georgia, no, the, and then the Missouri Bandit. game is so perfect if you're a Missouri fan, because you know every get- Tennessee fan I know has been mentioning the fact that Georgia comes to Neyland on November 18th. I, no, this is a this yeah. is a classic opportunity for them. Yeah. Flip me on Missouri. Give me over on Missouri. It's a, yeah. that's enough. I love a cold weather SEC story. I'm on the under. I think I think they they're probably mm. going to be like eight and four. Something like that. So you said five and zero early. It's hard to find outside of UConn. 
your win is Vanderbilt after. So you've got like we literally I mean even if they pull the upset against Georgia, let's just play devil's I, I, advocate. I, I, Ten and, and three would be a really good season for this Falls team. Like a really and this is this is Milton. I, I mean I get the Tennessee offense should be really good, but there's still a ton of I mean, am I missing something, Colby? Like what Aren't you pretty worried about this defense they're, still? They're going to lose to Georgia A and M and Alabama, and they play some teams who can throw the ball. And then they have yeah. Kentucky yeah. and Missouri on the road. Uh, that no, that's exactly my like. To me, it, it just seems like they're due for a little regression here because of of getting. Damn and maybe it. they do shock the world and get that win over Georgia, yeah, but I still think they could yeah. lose to Missouri the game before, or or A and M and be a- still celebrating and somehow lose the van. Like there's a there's a lot of ways this can go wrong for Tennessee. I mean, a, the as far as a talent like perspective, if you if you buy into the the Patty C angle here, uh, A and M, Alabama, and Georgia are all more talented. So that's three teams that are going to be more the, talented. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Which which I'm sure uh, Bud Elliott hasn't put it out yet, but which which teams do you project to be on the the blue chip? It's uh, out of this. It's just, I mean, it's just those the teams you just listed, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say like those three would be which there. is which yeah. is what fifty greater than fifty percent of your roster is made up by he, five and he four buys stars. into that and look he's great at he's good at his job, but I I just well, Patty think, C buys into that yeah, too. But I, but I also think like today's college football is so much different with the portal. Like sure. If you're looking at that ten years ago, I'd buy into that a lot more. Well, well let's see if the data changes. But for now, basically, if your roster's made up of mostly four and five stars, well, I, I mean, TCU played in the national championship. They didn't make. They, they didn't have that. But they yeah, got but, their it, ass but they they yeah. lost. And and the table the the theory behind it is the table stakes for being not getting there, but being good enough to get there and win. Because I think true w- your portal argument is valid. But then the, as the playoff expands, it will just create. More variance, meaning real good teams will actually rise to the top more often. Under clearly, I I think it, even lack potential. Even without a talking schedule, I I think just trip and fall potential is very high, and I do think there's a very strong chance that Hendon Hooker was just a very like a much better college quarterback than what they're going to get out of Milton. Or is there? Do they have another? They have another kid. Uh, I think. Yeah, it, the five star big, recruit, big Nico recruit. Mannion from Long Beach, man. Uh, I love how no, you call him Nico wait, Mannion. N- not, Fire not Nico Mannion. It's N- Nico, Nico Mannion was our crush yeah, during yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ and Madness. No, no, no. It's Nico. What the fuck is his last He's name? He's got some, yeah. some awesome. It's name. a crazy last name, but wait, uh, he got like eight there. million dollars to, uh, to, to, and, to and he, but there. he's not going to play this year. No, he might. Nico, I'm Leva. I'm a Leva. Yeah. Is that really his name? I'm a Leva. Leva, something like that. That's a great, like Nico, Nico, I'm a. Joe Joe Milton's got a got a leva. <laughs> <laughs> I think they paid right. him like eight million dollars to come here, right? That Not going to work deal, here right? anymore. All right, Georgia. Sorry, it, big nil deal. I, maybe he plays, but to me, when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any quarterbacks. Colby, Georgia, and that was actually what settled them last year was Hendon Hooker being the guy. They wanted Milton to be the guy. That's. That's big red. That flag. tells you everything. Georgia eleven and a half plus one twenty to the over minus one forty to the under minus three sixty to win the division plus or minus one hundred five to win the SEC. Wow, minus two ten to make the college football playoff. Wow, T- plus two twenty to win the <laughs> national championship, which is basically like a six point dog. Get on, on that. a Sunday. Get on that. Really? Yeah. You like Georgia? This the schedule's we, easy six, as fuck, dude. They only have yeah. three true road oh, SEC uh, games, which yeah. is insane. Uh, Stetson Bennett, 
you lost him. I guess Carson Beck, though, you feel you feel good about him. For, well, for, like if you're actually like paying attention to the recruiting thing, I mean, they were they're supposed to be better this year than last year. Yeah. So I was doing the debate: uh, better football name, Brock Bowers, tight end, or Lad McConkey, receiver. They're both football names, yeah. like old football names. He's when you one hear of the, those guys who will get when you hear the Trump. I mean, Lad McConkey yeah, sounds like go. a guy who was. Uh, should be running the wishbone offense. I mean, it, it's the kind of football that's played to the sound of a trombone. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it sounds like something Colby would be tweeting out a black and white photo of talking about this is when football was football. When guys like Lad McConkey ruled the field. Shout out to Frozen. Shout out to Phil McConkey. I think he's, I think he's playing on that. The former Giants wide receiver. <laughs> Just um, sounds like an old school football. I mean, Georgia's just going to be dominant. You know, last year, no relation. Though, by the way. Last year, and I think we, uh, at least, uh, I think I fell for it a little bit. It was like, oh man, they lost all these good players to the NFL. There's no way the defense can be as good. They were, and they were, they were better um, in a lot of metrics. I mean, they they destroyed Oregon. Uh, you could, I, I, I was trying to find the numbers, but I think they might be a double digit favorite. In every game, I mean, and I mean, even at Tennessee, is easy man. Did they like? What, look, they, let's be honest. Well, like, we oh, think we like. Okay, Kentucky. Well, who did they? Do, who did they dodge? That was key. Well, they draw. Well, first off, they well they don't play Bama or LSU yeah. or they, speed traps. They get Auburn, but Auburn's been in this. Uh, yeah, oh, it's gonna oh, walk right man. through my hilarious oh, avoiding speed traps joke. Come on, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, they, uh, you want to just walk through it? Cause it, th- it is the kind of one where it's like, well, let's go find the loss. Cause that's what we have to do. Yeah. S- sitting at 11 and a half. U- UT Martin. That's not going to be a loss at home. Ball state at home. ball. State's got a tough yeah. schedule this year. That, they, they play a lot of sec teams, you know, ball, <laughs> ball state opens the, opens the year. And no, uh, and no Carson Steele. They open yeah. the year at Kentucky at Georgia. God, God bless That's State. why Carson Steele transferred. We're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of there just in time. Then you have South Carolina, the Gamecocks at home. Yep. Which I guess the, the, the four four home games to start the season. CBS is optimistic. They have this in the in the three uh, the twelve thirty Pacific window on CBS. So they they're hoping for a little uh, little turmoil here. Then you have UAB. Who I'm not up to speed on the on our dragons this year. Uh, Trent Dilfer's their new head coach. Oh what? Yeah, he has zero college experience. <laughs> He's saying outlandish things already. Oh, it's fantastic! Is, I like yeah. I like Trent Dilfer. Yeah, it's like, I like his takes on quarterbacks. It's like Urban Meyer without coaching experience. He likes Trent like Dilfer, so, or he, so he knows that uh, Brady's not that, the best ever. Huh? That's, he likes he likes uh, he's like Deion Sanders without the drip. That's gonna be a sound <laughs> I can't drop. wait to do the Pac-12 conference. That's gonna be a, that's <laughs> gonna be be a all sound, in on Deion. That's gonna be a sound drop that ages poorly. Uh, Sean's pro Trent Dilfer take. Uh, Worst I quarterback who won a Super Bowl. On me Sorry, Ryan. I was just <laughs> I wanted they, to make sure, I didn't mean to step on what you were trying to. They say. then have at Auburn, who. What what what's the current uh, temperature check on Auburn? I mean, they brought in Hugh Freeze, but not that's, dead. All if right. you're gonna, let, that's why it's great. Like, love Hugh. Honestly, Freeze. if that game was in November, you might say, "Hey, Freeze might have him going." But the fact you still get him in September, I think it's a, a huge advantage for K- Georgia. You got Kentucky at home, and then you have at Vanderbilt, which, as you've mentioned, for every one of Vanderbilt's game, the that's going to be a home game for Georgia. Uh huh. 
Uh, so basically, the, one away game through the whole fucking so that's, season. That's <laughs> the, the start of the season. That's the first seven. Any their second away game is right. November eighteenth. What are you circling here for potential upset alert? Kentucky and South no. Carolina. No, no, nothing. Not in between Spencer, the hedges. Not I think there's one, and it's on November eighteenth. Yeah, okay. at Tennessee. That's yeah. it. All right, so they can't they can't potentially drop Auburn. They're not going to be looking ahead to Kentucky. Off the bye week, you got Florida. Which this is uh, the neutral site, world's they, biggest cocktail they, party. They, yep, the world's yeah. biggest cocktail party uh, with hot tubs in Jacksonville. Again, this is another game uh, at that twelve thirty window, so they're uh, projecting fun times. Dude, this this feels like a fucking this, blowout. They're gonna go undefeated. This Missouri is, yeah. at home, Ole Miss at home, and then ah, they they, they don't really. So the 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 unfriendly confines of Jordan Hare Stadium, First Bank Stadium, and then uh, Neyland Stadium for Tennessee in Knoxville, and then at Georgia Tech to end the year. Georgia Tech uh, still transitioning uh, away from the triple option yeah. in perpetuity. Yeah, I mean this schedule is incredible. Like uh, they don't the, play so anybody is, at like, Tennessee is the loss. If 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 any, it would be there, but I think they're better in Tennessee, so I think I, I think they're going to go undefeated. Well, most yeah, Im- most mean, importantly, I don't think you're getting that plus odds on the over eleven and a half. Heupel's system, I, yeah, I, th- I this is ridiculous. This yeah, is ridiculous. are we all in the over yeah. Georgia? Yep, dogs, dog. Ah, poor poor SEC East. I was I wanted to have a hot take. What's all right? So then, I guess, what do you want to do here, Sean? Well, la- last year we did two locks. We all went um, one and one here in the SEC East. I'll start things off, or, or no, Kramer, you're you're the lock leader. <sighs> two locks, and then maybe a. Fu- Let's do two locks, and then your favorite future, if you got one here. All right, so I think I want to lock up a couple unders. I think they're the teams that I. I Trip and fall potential is high. Let's lock up Florida. Okay. At five and a half. See, I like that. It just the five and a half feels uh, it's like if Who's I can get six. Projected starting quarterback again, Colby. One more time for the, the Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which by the way, he does have his name trademarked, so that he he has that going for him. I I also just think there there are certain institutions that we all live by. And Mark Stoops winning seven games is oh, one of them. Shit. So go, I I do think you should shop these numbers. These the the prices I'm, I'm we're giving out are Fanduel. Uh, you can find better for Kentucky, I think. And then for the future, I think we workshopped it pretty well. And at a, at minimum, I think you're going to find your way into some sort of hedge opportunities. But I guess I'll just. Do you just take a piece of of Georgia to win the national championship? Yeah. Is that the yeah. way to play it, or do you take them to win the conference? Like, well, what's I, great is Georgia will probably get if it goes chalk the way everyone's thinking. I think it would be Georgia LSU again in the SEC. So we don't even care about their quarterback because he's better than Stetson Bennett. All, I mean, all th- I think all three of them. I mean, Stetson Bennett was a was a fucking walk on. You know what <laughs> oh. I mean? Like, uh, but he was old as shit. Yes, that that's he was the old one thing shit. you worry about. But are any of these quarterbacks old as shit? Not like that. Mm, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, uh, he still hasn't graduated. Are her, t- t- are her uh, tits big? Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For me, uh, Vandy Lock came in last year. I'm going to run it back. Give me Vanderbilt over three and a half. And for my other lock, I did like six and a half for Kentucky. Man, that feels good. You're, it's okay to overlap. Yeah. 
And it would also uh, it would it would match I'll your uh, taking really big prices. All right, just for that insult, I'm going to give you. Uh, oh, you know what? I was going to pull up another site. I'm going to give you uh, South Carolina over six and a half plus one twenty. Ooh, fade you, fade you, losers. Sean, do you have a maximum price you're willing to lay <laughs> on a season win total? Um, I mean, again, minus one sixty is probably right up against it. Although I did take Vanderbilt at minus one seventy, I w- I'm fine taking over four. So uh, depending I, on when you're able to bet these, I I think I think Vanderbilt wins four or five games. I don't put my I don't put limits on it. If there's value, there's value. <laughs> Kramer's just a plus EV head. I want to give out something uh, spicy here. Oh wow! Well, what can you do? What's the spice? There's no spicy take here. South Carolina to win the division. There's no meatballs. No, no one else is winning this division. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty chalk. The, the third place team is five wins removed from the top team. I'll just give out Georgia <clears throat> to win the conference at minus one hundred five. Oh, interesting. So let just real quick, why if they win the conference, I yeah, actually they're going to be the one seed. No, but that that's where they. I think if they lose a game, it's going to be to LSU or Bama in the SEC championship, and they still make the playoff, and then they they can win in the playoff. Right, but it, the division is minus three sixty, so that's not. Well, fun how many? Lo- wait, hold on. How many losses do they need to have for to not make the two, three? Well, they- yeah, it depends on how everything. I think, else I think out, a two. Yeah. If one of the losses is the SEC championship game, I still think they get in with two losses. What, wow. What's the? I mean, you're saying they lose to Tennessee and then in the SEC championship. I just feel like those are the two fifty. Uh, Depending really, on how it shakes out, is it really likely that they lose both their uh, quote unquote? I don't see they lose two games. games. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, to me, I'll lock up Tennessee under nine and a half. Oh, you know what? Yeah, actually, I forgot. I'm making that my second lock. Uh, yeah, Tennessee under nine and a half. Um, I'm gonna take Georgia over eleven and a half. <laughs> uh, lock it up, and then wow, uh, that's unlike you. Uh, I'll take Georgia plus two twenty, also to. You know what? I'm gonna Eddie. move yeah. off Georgia to win the conference. Instead, give me the South Carolina Gamecocks to win the division at fifteen to one. Can can there if someone out <laughs> there who listens to old, even though yeah. I also have Georgia over fifteen and a half. If they're I'm trying to give out, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go <laughs> South guy. Carolina. College football playoff at forty-one to one because in some weird way I find that almost more realistic than them what, uh, what, winning the division. When they lose the rich rod, yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> hey, come on, it's forty-one to one. Yeah, so our yeah. co- put two hundred dollars there, I win. I I get a nice Kia. Some of the worst takes we've ever had <laughs> on this show has been have been around college football. So mm. just get out of the way. Spencer Rattler, by the way, sixty to one to win the Heisman. I think I like college football playoff at forty-one. Yeah, one better. I, 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 my initial thought was Rattler to win the Heisman, but those are too close. So I'll, I'll keep the. And plus, you have Caleb play. Williams. You know, it's going to be hard to take it away from that kid. <laughs> oh, number one pick in the draft. They're already yeah. tanking for Caleb Williams. Yeah. What could go I, wrong? I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've heard uh, much like NBA teams. There's no less than eight NFL teams that don't care about this season because they want <laughs> Caleb Williams that bad. Hey, he's not uh, even French. We got the SEC West uh, College Football Conference preview coming up. Obviously, check out the College Football Experience. Subscribe uh, to us and to Colby. 
Smash that subscribe button. Toss us a nice rating review. Hop in the Discord. Let's get some chatter going. This is the perfect time to get jacked up for college football, NFL, right around the corner. Sean, play, you hear that bell? That's the sound. I turn notifications on for the college football channel yes. on Discord. Yes, turn notifications on and uh, do it as well. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcasts. New episodes uh, up on the feed Sunday through Thursday, 8 30 Pacific, 11 30 East. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. It's pretty wild that Stetson Bennett finally graduated. No, no he didn't. Kramer, let it ride.